From coast to coast to coast, you're listening to Terra Informa. Welcome back to Terra Informa. I'm Shelley Jodwin, and I'll be your host for the next half hour of environmental news from across Canada and around the world. This week is a special episode that was especially fun to make. Sometimes when we have an extra cool story that the whole Terra Informa team is invested in, we all go on a road trip together. This story includes many of your favorite Terra Informers, including myself. A couple of Sundays ago, we traveled to a grain terminal in the city of Edmonton to see some rare birds of prey and the folks who watch and photograph them there. Three Terra Informers, myself, Carter Gorzitsa, and Charlie Blay, are in a course this semester at the University of Alberta called Wildlife Biodiversity and Ecology. This course is taught by none other than the Edmonton famous naturalist John Acorn. During the bird section of the course, John talked about a place where pigeons congregate and attract birds of prey. We decided that we would go visit this place and bring all those who are listening along in the hopes that maybe you two will be inspired to look a little longer at the variety of birds that live in our skies and observe all of their funny behaviors and characteristics. The place that we visited is Grain Terminal that is right in the northwest part of the city in Edmonton, just north of the Yellowhead and bordered by St. Albert Trail and 127th Street. The terminal itself is hard to miss. It's tall and looming and often surrounded by flocks of cooing rock pigeons. The soaring masses of pigeons attract merlin falcons, prairie falcons, eagles, and the biggest kind of falcon, deer falcons. We were lucky enough to see some merlins and a prairie falcon that we watched prey on a pigeon. And John Acorn was lucky enough to get dive-bombed by a merlin that was in pursuit of a snack. So, join us on our trip to the Edmonton Grain Terminal where we spoke to some really nice birders, cracked some jokes, thought about what kind of birds we would like to be, and enjoyed the company of all the birds. And compared to the ambient temperature around, was on a sunny day about 10 degrees warmer. Wow. So the front of the building is actually not only a place where they can sit, but it's also kind of warm. It's like right. a cliff. It's like yeah. being on a real nice cliff. Yeah, yeah. Plus which, it has some food down below <laughs> when the drain leaks. And the added benefit of birds of prey every day trying to kill your buddies. Yeah, <laughs> kind of a little excitement, you know, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. want to get too bored just sitting around. No doubt. <laughs> want to say that again, Shelby? <laughs> I'm just, I was watching this, what is it, a falcon? No, really? Further, oh, cool. the Merlin yeah. falcon ruffles feathers mm-hmm. twice and then poo. And she's pleased about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never watched birds like this before. Yeah. So I was it's like, really oh, it's cool. doing something never interesting. Oh, and it's <laughs> a classic bird thing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> awesome. I'm Gary. Gary, I'm Amanda. I'm Marilyn. Marilyn. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Are you from Edmonton? We are. Nice. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> How do you get into like birding and also how did you find out about this spot as far as getting into birding it's something we've been doing for the last few years and so uh, 
it started off with purchasing a camera and, and we started off with landscape photography mm -hmm. and then started shooting a few birds and we found that a little bit more exciting yeah yeah and uh, just kind of grew from there awesome that's cool so and this it is grows and grows and it grows, and and grows. <laughs> i can kind of see how that can happen we're, we're taking a class where we're learning about lots of birds with uh, jean and it's like it's very infectious yeah, it's like you want to know more yeah. and more yeah. and birds have pretty cool like behavior like this is pretty neat um and it's pretty wild that it's like this like in the city mm -hmm. too yeah. so what have you guys have you guys spotted anything remarkable at all today so far uh well we just got out here oh, now okay. so as for today no mm -hmm. uh we did find a snowy owl uh, oh. yesterday out by tow field that we got That's some awesome. pictures of Oh, so was that? That's the. <laughs> that was the Merlin. Yeah. Okay. That was the Merlin. Wait, what? The Merlin, the Merlin just dove at them. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking. Like, the dangers of birding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go away. <laughs> Gonna need a hockey helmet, I think. Probably the other side of it, I think, is just a challenge of the photography mm -hmm. that you try to shoot a bird uh, in flight. Yeah. Uh, lots of challenges. Well, because they're always moving, so, and if you're zoomed in, it's, then it's yeah. out of the frame. Yeah, and yeah. being able to pan. Oh, yeah, I can imagine it takes a lot of steady hand and practice. Yeah. Practice is the key word there. Yeah. Yes, lots of practice. Yeah. yeah. And, it's a lot of fun. Um, I, I like to say we're amateurs. He says, no, we're hobbyists. <laughs> hobbyists. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. We post a little bit on Facebook for our family to Okay. See. Yeah, right. Um, and we do calendars for ourselves and family. Oh, nice. Yeah. We typically don't sell stuff. That's fun. So. Yeah. So every year at Christmas time, we do have a calendar for, you know, me and yeah. friends. That would be kind of nice to, like, pick a bird for the month. And that's like, just mm -hmm. it, right? So then you've got to go out and get 12 really, really good shots yeah. every year. Yeah, right. So then it's kind of like, a, like I have to get a good picture of this for yeah. this month. And, like, yeah. yeah, that's, like, a good... Yeah, it sets uh, your goal. Yeah, it does. Year, that's right? a really good way to that's, set your yeah. goals. Yeah. yeah. How far do you guys usually, like, venture out from here? Uh, we've well, gone to BC. Yes. Ran into BC. And down uh, to Waterton. Waterton. And yeah. up uh, north... Lacobish, Bonneville. So, and that's, that's usually our summer vacation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is tracking birds, chasing them, mostly in Alberta. Um, what's the coolest? What's what's been some highlights, I guess, so far in your like time so far birding? Uh, well, pelicans. First yeah, time we saw a pelican. Didn't time. realize we even had them in Alberta. But I do. didn't know that we had them in we Alberta do, yeah. either. Yeah, in fact, we see cool. them in Edmonton here at Jackie oh. Parker Park. Every summer they come in here. Cool. So wait, where is that? That's just off of the White Mud and 50th Street. Oh, no, what's that? Course. Okay. There's a park in there with a playground and there's a little man-made lake. Yeah. And they come in there. That's, that's so that's amazing. Cool. But huh. in there, I mean, we've seen pelicans, the great blue heron. Oh. oh uh, the black crown night herons nest in the trees there. Oh. When they have their babies and they first come out on it, the, they're so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> but so cute at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then when the parents come in to feed them, it sounds like Jurassic Park. Oh my gosh. You have to go, you have to listen to it. Yeah, that so would be amazing. cool. Yeah. <laughs> And then sometimes what we'll do is if we go out there, we're going to set up for an afternoon. We'll take a telescope with us. Mm -hmm. So it sits on a tripod. So if people actually want to have a look across right. onto the island, they can get a good close-up look at so the birds So it's a small, a small telescope yeah, it's that we use for birding. Big. 
Oh, that's cool. So what, part what? of the fun is also just sharing it with people as well. You know, don't have the opportunity to see stuff. <laughs> Definitely. And, so. yeah. uh, and I think like before I took this class, like I was like, oh, it's a bird. Yes. <laughs> but mm-hmm. once you kind of like know it, what you're looking at and like they that gives them a little bit more of a personality and then yes. you're like oh there's that bird like yeah. even like yesterday i mean it was just a like a house sparrow or whatever but i yeah. was like oh i was sitting <laughs> eating breakfast at like a window seat and i was like oh i know yeah, what that bird is yeah. and like you it's know normally cool, i just be like oh it's yeah. it's yeah. a little bird That's okay but, because once yeah. you get doing it a lot yeah you start naming them yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you know you're in trouble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you start naming the birds, you're hooked, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. 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 We do that with the geese. Oh. With especially the babies. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. every year stuff, there's yeah. there's something different about one or two of them, and then you start then you, naming them. Right, and then yeah. you can pick out the differences between them. Yeah. yeah. Oh. We, we name some of the woodpeckers that come to our yard okay. a yeah. little bit. Yeah. See? Yeah. 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 I saw a northern flicker yesterday. It was oh, pretty. Oh, are they cool. pretty? Yeah. yeah. Okay, they're yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you don't get that one as much. Yeah, I think a highlight last year was the first time we saw a wood duck. We were down oh. at Inglewood in Calgary. So wait, what is a, what's a wood duck? <laughs> colorful. Oh, okay. That's the only way I can explain <laughs> yeah. a really, really yeah. colorful duck. Yeah, cool. Yeah, we had done a road trip with, there was about half a dozen of us that went down there. Mm-hmm. And we, so we had a great time. And this, the goal was to get the wood duck because we hadn't seen oh, them yet. Oh, yeah, so, and then yeah. you you did it did so did that end up in your calendar then uh it'll be in the it'll next, be in the next one, one? Yeah. <laughs> good yeah, awesome one. that's great um so a wood duck is like i guess it's a duck he's a regular duck mm-hmm. uh, he's uh, i think he's a little smaller than the average duck mm-hmm. and his colors are just brilliant huh. such a different and typically we don't see him this far north right uh, i think people have seen him as far as red deer as far as i know but usually yeah. not beyond that yeah, under, they don't come this far. Under normal anymore. circumstances. No. Climate change? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another decade, who knows? Yeah. 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 True, eh? And they look like they're just a wooden they a wooden duck, duck like a decorative painted. duck. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like you're like maybe that's plastic someone put it in in the uh, lake. Yeah. Oh, but they're real. So are these rock pigeons? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah. So, Charlie, what's the what's the um, scientific name? Ooh, I'm learning that later today. <laughs> I'm not there yet. Olivia. Yeah. So, Amanda, did you see when that sparrow banged off my face? No, I didn't. I wasn't looking. Oh, it ricocheted off my face. Yeah. It was a sparrow that did that. Yeah. The oh. I, I, oh, there's the prairie falcon. Oh. Ooh. See it? Yeah, I do. You can tell, like, the, the pigeons are kind of, oh, yeah, they're, they do not <laughs> want to get caught. Uh, no. <laughs> they're just flying. Yeah. It's just up and down. Oh, man. From here, it doesn't look like it's that much bigger than the pigeons. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. oh. It, did it catch did one? It one? I think it did. Okay, it did, yeah. Okay, now something's happening on the other side of the cookie factory. And the question is, will the eagle come in and steal it? Because that's what the eagle Right, that's what you're saying, yeah. yeah. And the two we saw the two eagles here earlier. That's funny, because you'd think that the eagles would have the guts to go and get their own oh, pigeon. Maybe they're lazy. Yeah. <laughs> they're lazy. Yeah. I guess it's let the falcons do the hard they work. Yeah. 
Yeah. They can't fly enough to get the pictures. We've, we've gotten pictures of the bald eagle and osprey fighting. Osprey oh, catches yeah. the food, the bald, bald eagle will take it. Steal it. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay, well, we got him. And all the pigeons are going back to their spots. Yeah, they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Farewell, amazing. Fred. Yeah. But yeah. We'll yeah. say a little sort of prayer in his name. And lost the game be glad it wasn't well, us. That's <laughs> what we were saying, eh, David, that, that you were watching through the binoculars, so you had such a better view yeah. of than those of us who are trying to find it trying in the camera. Track them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> he sure made some nice dive, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah that so glad you guys got to see that. Yeah, yeah me too. That was awesome. It's just amazing the way the pigeons kind of group and regroup and split. Yeah. yeah. It is very, like, um, kind of relaxing <laughs> in, like, a sick way. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's relaxing if you're not a pigeon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mesmerizing. It's yeah. a mesmerizing, beautiful thing. Okay, sorry. So what kind of falcon was that that took down the pigeon? The prairie falcon. The prairie falcon. Yeah. Okay. And it's not easy to tell, but it has dark wing pits. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And oh. yesterday there were two prairie falcons, so we're probably, you know, who knows if this is the same bird that Dave and I saw earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there's also been an immature deer falcon. Okay. Um, as well. Yeah, I remember you yeah. talking about the deer falcons. Yeah, They're yeah. the biggest ones. The right? biggest yeah. falcon in the world. Yeah. Oh, in the world. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. So, do they actually? Okay, since they're big, they still catch the they still catch the pigeons on their own, right? They're not. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but you know, it's, it's the pigeon stealing thing. Mm -hmm. Like the deer falcon will steal a pigeon from the prairie falcon. And sometimes right. the ravens will gang up on the falcons and steal the pigeons. Right. And sometimes the ravens steal the pigeons from the deer falcons. Last year, our friend Don saw the deer falcon turn around and just kill a raven and eat it. Oh. So it's really intense. That would be crazy. Yeah, that is intense. That would be cool. yeah. Survival of the fittest. Yeah. So a woodpecker fighting a squirrel? Yeah, in our yard. Well, oh. like, not like, it, there wasn't a lot of contact, but they were yeah, yeah. circling That's each funny. other, and he was flapping his wings at the squirrel. It was pretty cool, like, on the ground. That's funny. Yeah. It's all about the ecological narratives, like, it, you know, like, you can learn, like, all the different parts of the bird and whatever, but, like, you know, it's, it's all just... Yeah, we have to learn the names so that we can tell the stories. Yeah, because otherwise, yeah. and put like a personality you know. to the yeah to the birds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can have a great narrative, but if you don't know the names of the birds, you yeah, can, you know. Where did you guys go? We went over there. Oh, onto the other side. Oh, okay, cool. Did you see the? We saw like the birds freak out. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, wow, because they flew like all the way over to us. Over yeah. There. Yeah, they were all about Also, this is a gluten-free cookie factory. Oh, that's oh, really funny. The, <laughs> the green the green <laughs> There's probably airborne like that actually cross contamination. Just, yeah, it's like pigeons growing green. This is the real story. Yeah. How is this yeah. gluten-free factory guaranteeing gluten-freeness? <laughs> we have no evidence to support this, but there may be pigeon droppings and gluten <laughs> in Nick and Nick cookies. That's why they taste so bad. It's not because they're gluten. It's not the gluten. Free, yeah. <laughs> it's the, it, you guys know that this terminal was built like in the 1920s. Oh, that's really. Apparently, the inside is like super modern, huh. and the outside oh. is 
Like, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, because yeah. well, that's weird. You see all the weird pipes going into the windows and oh, stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. you can't imagine they did that from the beginning. <laughs> I didn't even realize, like, grain terminal. Like, I don't know why. You, I don't know. I know it's a thing, but <laughs> yeah, it just like seems like an old thing, like to have a grain, <laughs> totally. the old grain terminal. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. Everyone's like, what are they putting in the train? Yeah, like, yeah. Because <laughs> there's not people. Yeah. And, like, well, but you know, trains are way more energy efficient <laughs> than trucks. Definitely. Yeah. yeah it makes so almost no friction. And yeah. So. And I mean, less, a little, a little less disastrous. I feel yeah. like. Yeah. It's just cool, like. I don't know, like, how there's some of the old technology is still the best technology. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the big locomotives that you see are, uh, you know, they're also really high-tech, and they've been they've been engineered, so to speak, to uh, to be really energy-efficient. So the, you know, the Evolution Series engines that are the main ones you see here are remarkable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're just remarkably good. Yeah. The pigeons would come down. Oh, I love the pigeons. They're so yeah. pretty. Yeah. If you really look at them, they are yeah. such a pretty bird. They've got such beautiful colors to them. Yeah. And they're all like a little bit different. They I are. find they like are. when you start yeah. looking at the, yeah. the individual coloring and stuff. Yeah. Gorgeous. I think we definitely write off pigeons really easily. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they're around. They're everywhere, but, and you're like, oh. You, people don't really look at them, right? Well, that's like, true, you know, eh? But if you actually sit and look at, especially when the sun hits them, mm-hmm. and the, the iridescent colors, yeah. it's just, oh, yeah, they're beautiful. It's kind of like magpies, yeah. too. Magpies, too, right? Yeah. 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 As a matter of fact, I was at work one day, and there was a guy from um, Manitoba that I was talking to. And he says, you know, he says, I was out there visiting Edmonton. You guys have one of the most beautiful birds in the world. And I'm like, what's that? And he goes, we don't get them here. They're black and white birdies. He says, they've got a really long tail. And I'm not sure what they're called. I said, you, I said, you mean magpies? That's the one. He says. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, dear. Really? Yeah. yeah, it's funny how we become used to... You know, certain birds. And yeah, you just kind of block it out. Like same yeah. thing with the robin, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just a robin. <laughs> yeah. And and also like um the uh, uh bohemian waxwings. I didn't realize. Oh, I've never looked so at them before. Cool. And I was I've like, never really. I still haven't seen one. I don't think. I just wish I'd seen that crazy Merlin hunt where the sparrow bounced off my face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you just look away for a second and it's yeah, amazing yeah. how much you can miss. <laughs> you guys saw that happen? No, no oh. we just heard it. I like saw the bird come down, right? Like, oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, okay. I, I just like, that, yeah. yeah, just like I, I saw the kind of like the wings <laughs> there. Like, I right at the same time, I think you did. I yeah, saw yeah. it and I was like, what? What is it doing? So, <laughs> <this> <laughs> like, is, did you guys know about the prairie falcon that was injured? No. No. Okay, so me, me, and another photographer out here, prairie falcon. I think the wind caught it, hit the building. Ooh. Ooh. And it landed right over there. Ooh. Came down. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it right. broke its wing because it glided down, but yeah. it actually broke it right at the wrist, so the, the wing didn't flop down. Ooh. Yeah. So that's the prairie. Oh. So would he like recover sad. from that, or? They're gonna send her to a breeder. She's done. Right. She'll, she'll oh, never okay. hunt again. Yeah. Right. And then. So. Yeah. What ha- so what happens when they go when they, they send the bird to a breeder? Would that what would that kind it's of just entail? Get bred. Okay, yeah, and then. So. 
What do they do with the baby falcon? They send them to hack sites and. <laughs> and your name's Aaron, is yeah, what I call Aaron, Awesome. Yeah. Cool. How how long have you been kind of looking at birds? Two and years. Two years? Yeah. How'd yeah. you get into it? Because I had all my camera gear and I was like, yeah. wasn't taking any pictures. And I was okay. like, <laughs> I actually, <laughs> That's I'm funny. actually not so much interested in birds per se mm -hmm. as in subject matter. Right. Um, but because I'm like that when I take photographs, of them, um, you know, I I go and find out what I'm looking at. You take a picture that goes this thing. Like I would shoot, I would shoot more other wildlife, but birds are available everywhere. They are. Yeah. yeah. You don't yeah. have to leave. Yeah. And in the daytime. Yeah. John. Yeah. John's You're not sneaking yeah. through the woods trying to find. Like at night. Yeah. yeah. The the most underrated bird here is those pigeons. Yeah. We were yeah. just talking about that. I I don't know how many times I've watched a pigeon come in thinking it's going to be a red splotch on the side of the building. Yeah. You know, because it's got a, a maniacal uh, tailwind. And they'll come barreling in out of control, and you think, oh, it's going to hit the building. It flares out. Boom. That's funny. Yep. I've yet to see a pigeon crash into right. the building. That's Really? You think yeah, of them as so stupid, too. And they kind of, they look a little stupid. They do. Like, they, they've got, like, that eye. Oh, they just coming have in. this. Oh, Merlin just took off, and Merlin straight down at high speed. So John, I'm just curious. When you're taking notes, what kind of what kind of things would you oh, take down? Well, you know, uh, years and years ago, about 2000, or I think maybe 2001, two local guys, Dick Decker, who is like a real falcon expert, and Jim Lang, who Jim worked here in the in the rail yard, and he was the first guy to notice the the falcons hunting here. They put together a bunch of observations and they published a paper on the hunting success of prairie falcons and deer falcons here, you know, based on two or three birds. And so I thought, well, why don't I take the same kind of notes? So I, we haven't published them yet, but uh, so I've got notes about, you know, whenever anything happens, like, the, you know, a bird shows up or a, a bird hunts or whether it's successful or not, I write it down. So now I have like hundreds and hundreds of, of hours of observation mm -hmm. that uh, we can publish and yeah. say, yeah, you know, those guys, they, they got the right pattern or maybe, you know, maybe their birds were a little bit better at hunting or a little bit less good than the average over the years. Mm -hmm. So, cool. yeah, yeah, just, you know, it won't be earth-shattering, but it'll be a yeah. good contribution. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. otherwise, how would you know? So. Right. Right. There, there. Oh yeah, right oh. there. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Oh, big crop, she's full. She's not interested. Yeah, in yeah, you can actually see. <laughs> yeah, you can see. see the big crop on her. Yeah. What was that? So that's, that's, the, the, that's the one that, that the prairie falcon. That's the prairie falcon that ate the pigeon. Oh, it's hefty. You can and see, you can, like, yeah, it's hefty. See, <laughs> just like it just ate the pigeon. <laughs> so I guess the eagle didn't come to take to it away. To take it away, yeah. there you go. Lucky, lucky. Yeah. Merlin just just gone. All right, he flew down. We saw him fly down, and then we it is he. Oh, see. Yeah, because he has he has bluish on the back, sort of blue gray. The females are are more brownish on the back. Okay. So we could tell that that guy was a Merlin. We're just guessing about the. Yeah, and John was saying it's a little rare for males to come here because they're a little bit smaller than the females, and that means that there's probably less chance that they'll actually like successfully get a pigeon. Like if you could be any bird, what would you be? 
<laughs> I, don't, I really do like magpies. Yeah. Like, magpie? I was a magpie for Halloween. Oh, yeah, you were a magpie for Halloween. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Great. I, I made like wings out of like felt and feather boas. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. What kind of bird would you be? Okay. Pure bird. I think I would be like a hummingbird because people make special feeders just for them, and yeah. I feel I feel so special. People even their hummingbird feeders like no other bird. It's not like the communal like bird seed like I'm. Yeah. But you like barely would have feet though. <laughs> that would be sad. But I barely you have her. So I barely have feet cool. now. And you can fly yeah, that's true. And you're small too, actually. Yeah. All yeah. the time. You have to eat all the time. Shelly, what kind of bird would you be if you were a bird? Uh, I don't know anything about birds. Um, what are the birds in um, Mockingjay? I'd be a Mockingjay. Because oh, they, they can sing and mimic and things. Yeah. yeah. I mean a Mockingbird. Well, no. A mo- I know it's not a real bird, but she could still be a Mockingjay. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> I told you I don't know anything about birds. It's actually got to be like that. Carter, what bird? Yeah, so Carter, what bird would you be? I would be a prairie chicken. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Even in the face of danger, they stay still, and I think it's really funny. I mean, so, do you identify with the prairie chicken? I do. You also, don't have any yeah, self-preservation I, instinct. I feel like I'm. <laughs> oh no! I'm like at the face of danger. I'd be like, I need a nap. John, what kind of bird would you be? Well, you, you know, I was asked that question just yesterday. You know, something, something that flies nicely. So, you know, these falcons fly nicely, but the pigeons fly nicely too. And uh, I think it would just be really neat to experience those kind of. Tough to titmouse, just because I like the name. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're kind of little and cute. Yeah, they are. I don't know if you answered this, but if you could be any Oh, Charlie suggested a shrike, and, you know, I think I'm going to take it, because I think it's pretty cool that they're so small, and they just impale stuff on stuff. Better watch out, guys. I might impale you upon some thorns or barbed wire. What are you seeing, Charlie? <laughs> oh, we're just talking about going out looking for owls. Oh, yeah. John went out yesterday and, and found um, six, six snowy owls. Oh, yeah. wow. Two short-eared owls and then eight great horned owls. Cool. Yeah. Eight great horned owls? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, That's a lot. Pretty good day. Yeah. Yeah. That'll, be, that'll have to be the next adventure. Well, and look for owls, yeah. That was Amanda Rooney and Taryn Forma's field trip to a grain terminal to see some birds of prey. If you want to hear even more stories like that, check out our website at terranforma.ca, and while you're there, look for the survey tab in the menu. We would love to get to know you, our listeners, and what you enjoy about the show. Your input can influence the content we gather over the next year. Also, upon completing the survey, you can enter a draw for the chance to win the opportunity to host Terran Forma like we are right now with us in Edmonton. If you're from another city, no problem. You can still co-host from afar. Speaking of co-hosting, have you ever wanted to be on the radio? Terra Informa is recruiting. If you want to join our team and share your stories, check out the About Us tab on terrainforma.ca. Next up, we have a segment of What's Happening. If you're in Edmonton this week, check out Green Drinks, The Green Economy. Green Drinks is a gathering of Edmonton's green-minded professionals to meet new friends, network, and indulge in a local brew. This event takes place at the Yellowhead Brewery on Wednesday, March 1st. Featured guests include Heather Spears, the project coordinator for McEwen University's Social Innovation Hub Project, and Mark Anielski, an economic strategist specializing in measuring well-being and happiness 
and also an award-winning author of The Economics of Happiness, Building Genuine Wealth, and several others. Get more info on eventbrite.com, and that link is on our website. Also in Edmonton, check out the Aboriginal Law Speaker Series hosted by the University of Alberta's Aboriginal Law Students Association. This series starts March 6th with Ariel Duranger, who we've had the pleasure of interviewing on Terra Informa about Alberta Indigenous peoples and the climate crisis. This speaker series is free and more information can be found on the Facebook event. You can also find that link on our website. Well, that's all the time we have for this week's show. Terra Informa is a production of CJSR 88.5 FM in Edmonton on Treaty 6 territory. If you have any questions or comments, send us an email to terra at cjsr.com or tweet it at terrainforma. Visit us at terrainforma.ca and subscribe on iTunes. Thanks this week to our contributors, Amanda Rooney for the story and Tasmia Nishad for production. I've been your host, Shelley Jodwin. Catch you next week.